Well, welcome to uh, this week's Chapel is Not Cancelled uh, podcast. And uh, I've just given you a little trailer. You can hear it in the background of a track called The UK Blessing, which has gone viral uh, since the 3rd of May, uh, nearly 3 million views. And um, I'm going to play us out at the end of this podcast with this. It's uh, beautiful words, a beautiful tune sung by um, singers from churches all over uh, the UK. And I hope it will be a blessing to you so you got that to look forward to well welcome i hope uh, hope you're okay i wonder how you're doing uh, maybe for you the new normal feels comfortable you've been uh, crocheting saw that on the headmaster's assembly doing family workouts uh, you're excited to enter the lego competition for a hybrid creature i don't know where i'd begin with that we're at a duplo stage our family or maybe tray bake is more your thing Or producing an online gaming platform. Well done to you boys for that. Or you're on Strava just munching up the miles and enjoying that. Or maybe you feel a sense of being let down, you know. You're you're in the upper sixth. Um, This is not how the end of your school career was planned. And you feel cross about that. You feel angry, frustrated. You're annoyed with your siblings at home. It's got too much. Maybe you're confused about university, uh, whether to defer or not. And it all feels a bit hard. Or maybe things are really hard for you. Maybe a a pet has had to go to the vet or has died. Maybe a parent is seriously ill. Maybe you are. Maybe a family member has died. I know that's the case for a few of you. And and you can't go to the funeral. And that is really, really hard. So however you're doing, however you're doing, uh, welcome to this podcast. And I hope it is a real blessing uh, to you. Let's begin. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, we recognise that we don't know what this next week will hold, this next month, but you do. You're the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. Right now, we decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you? Well, that's the call for our good news story. And uh, this week it comes from Katie Hunt and Milo Jeffrey. Now, Milo's been moving house this week without using uh, removal company, so has been very, very busy indeed. But I've got some wonderful details to share. Um, They went to spend a day helping at something called Salute the NHS, and I'll put that in the email notes for your reference. Um, It's a, a charitable enterprise set up by a philanthropist, and they are seeking Um, or they've made a million meals for NHS workers in the three months since lockdown. Um, And they're set up over in Bicester. 
this uh, philanthropist bought an aircraft hangar for this. They make the meals, but they deliver the meals to the hospitals. Um, and it's an amazing sort of collaboration. Uh, Tesco's are providing the food. Uh, Yodel and Eddie Stobart are delivering the food. It's uh, people all doing that for free out of the goodness of their hearts. And they're putting together snack, grab bags, healthcare packages, and an evening meal for uh, frontline essential workers to have once they've finished uh, their shift. And um, Katie and Milo went over there to uh, help out and to see what was going on there. And I think really enjoyed the experience and found it formative for them. It, it blew me away to hear this, that on uh, Monday, Thursday, way, way back, I suppose, uh, when this was early in its inception, um, someone donated 10,000 Easter eggs uh, to salute the NHS and 35,000 hot cross buns. And as a hot cross bun lover, that that would be heaven uh, for meal for me. And, and yesterday, up-to-date news, uh, they made the most meals they've ever made in one day, 17,000 meals. So how about that for a good news story? Um, well done, Milo. Well done, Katie, for getting stuck in uh, with that. And it's a wonderful picture of people coming together uh, when so often our newsreels are filled with people being pulled apart or bad news in the press. Here's some good news to enjoy a good example uh, for us all. Thank you, Milo. And thank you, Katie. Yay! Well, that's the yay call for our uh, top tip for surviving and thriving in isolation. And uh, this week, very kindly, Mrs. Ledley has given us her tip. And as you hear it, it is very Mrs. Ledley and a real tonic as I listened to it earlier. So I hope it's uh, uh, really helpful for you and um, that you enjoy it. Here she is. One of my top tips for thriving in isolation is very simple. Listen. One thing that I have enjoyed in lockdown are the sounds all around me that I am normally too busy rushing around to notice. The first is birdsong. For me, it seems particularly sonorous and lively this spring. Perhaps it is because of the reduced traffic. Or I've just had time to actually appreciate it. Another sound is the sound of my little son's babble his songs and his laughter that fill the home. Normally, I'm away and I don't hear those. And the sounds of applause, clapping, whistling, the clang of pot pans being banged from people's doorsteps that resonate up and down the street every Thursday at 8pm as we acknowledge our NHS heroes. Do I have time to share a sonnet written by Carol Ann Duffy? Probably not, but in it she mentions some sounds around us that when we take time to stop and listen are almost like uttered prayers. It's called prayer. Some days, although we cannot pray, prayer utters itself. So a woman will lift her head from the sieve of her hands and stare at the minims sung by a tree. A sudden gift. Some nights, although we are faithless, the truth enters our hearts, that small familiar pain. Then a man will stand stock still, hearing his youth in the distant Latin chanting of a train. Pray for us now. 
grade one piano scales console the lodger looking out across a Midlands town. Then dusk, and someone calls a child's name as though they named their loss. Darkness outside, inside the radio's prayer. Rockall, Malin, Dogger, Finisterre. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Ledley. And a lovely thought to think of a tree playing music, minims from a tree or the Latin chant of a train. And uh, you must be warned uh, that little babies do make sounds other than gurgling, pleasant gurgling. But I would echo everything that uh, Mrs. Ledley uh, has said. Thank you for that top tip. Listen, we live in a very wordy, noisy world. What a wonderful chance uh, just to listen. Well, we're at the point now where um, we're going to have a reading from Scripture, and I've chosen this reading because it seems to me to be particularly pertinent to our day and age and our time, and uh, see if you can work out why, as Beth Ellison uh, reads it for us now. The reading is taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. This is God's word. Thanks, Beth, so much for that. Well, this passage fascinates me because in it, Jesus Christ holds out a very high standard for what is righteous, what is truly morally good than we normally adhere to. He looks beyond our surface level actions and he looks into the heart. He's concerned with the question of motivation, what drives us, where our heart's desires spring from and what they attach to. He says, be careful about how you show your goodness to others. Now, in our culture, we often just say it's enough to be good, uh, be a good little boy, be a good little girl, get involved with charity, do something worthwhile. And Jesus says yes and amen to that, but add something else. Verse one, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your father in heaven. He's raising the spectre of selfish selflessness, of doing something good precisely because we know other people will see us do that good thing and think well of us. It is the seeking of uh, social media likes, retweets and hearts when we post something good that we have done. We're driven by the applause of others. 
Or it's when we choose to do that radical act of generosity, cooking for the family. Or whatever it might be under lockdown, precisely when other people are looking. Have you noticed how quick you are, I know I am, to tell others good news stories about myself? I'm a very good PR company for myself. And Jesus gives a couple of examples from his own day. He says, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honoured by others. In his day, um, there were some of the religious leaders who had no love for God at all, though they were religious. They were seeking the praise of people. And we read elsewhere that they loved to stand on street corners. I guess a street corner so that they could be seen by people on two streets, praying, doing the right thing, receiving their quiet murmured applause. It's one of the things I like about these good news stories in the podcast from you Decanians is that I have to go hunting for them. You don't tend to come to me blowing your own trumpet, as we say, which is an idiom that comes from this passage. I love to trumpet your good works, and that's by far the best way around. You're not seeking the praise of others, and that's lovely to see. Jesus says, but when you give to the needy, incidentally, that's a really good thing to do. Salute the NHS or however we do it. Do give to the needy. But when you do it, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, he's using hyperbole to make a point here. He's saying we need to be secret even within our own body. A high level of confidentiality about our own charitable acts. He says, don't just not tell other people around you. Don't just not seek their applause, but don't tell your left hand from your right hand. Your right hand from your left hand. What a high standard that is. And it got me thinking about this NHS clap for carers. It's been mentioned in um, Mrs. Ledley's top tip about listening. And of course, it's been tacitly mentioned in this Salute the NHS endeavour that Katie and Milo have been involved in. I've got no issue at all with clapping for the NHS or more radical acts of helping the NHS. They are wonderful in what they're doing for people, for the needy at the moment. But it gets complicated, doesn't it, when our motivation quickly slides into being seen to stand outside our houses at 8pm on a Thursday, making a noise. It becomes a slippery thing, doesn't it, to be seen to be good, to be seen to, to be doing the right thing. And I think Jesus would ask us, is our concern to be seen to be righteous on a Thursday 8pm? Or is it to genuinely bless a passing doctor or nurse or frontline worker who might be genuinely encouraged by our applause? So there's our little thought for today. Be careful with your acts of righteousness. And it may leave us with a question. It does for me. I talked about selfish, selflessness. But of course, Jesus, he has no issue with the idea of a reward for good works. He's all about the reward that can be on offer from our Heavenly Father in eternity. And that might spark a few questions off in your mind, ones that I'd be very happy to field. How is it that that is not selfish? Or is it the case that there is a type of selfishness 
which is intrinsically selfless? I'll leave you to ponder those things. Good questions to ask ourselves today. Heavenly Father, it is our prayer today that you would give us the gift of being truly selfless in our acts of righteousness. Teach us the glory of being generous even when no one but you are looking. Make us good people even in private. Make us secret about our charitable works in this period of lockdown. And even as we pray that, we pray for opportunity to do good, to love the needy, to offer them what they need. And we pray for anyone here who's listening from the Dean Close community who is needy right now. Maybe you feel lonely. Maybe you are struggling with illness. Maybe you are grieving. Maybe it's a tough situation at home. Pray for you that we as a community would have a chance to love you, that you would know the love of Jesus to be close to you. And as we pray for the needy, we pray for the needs of our country and of our world. We pray for a right and appropriate end to lockdown. We pray for a vaccine. We pray for wise breakthroughs from scientists, from those who are working out the logistics of business firing back up into action. And we pray that the economy uh, as a need would be well balanced with the health and livelihoods, particularly of the vulnerable in our country and in our world. And so we thank you for our leaders and we pray for wisdom and courage and insight for them and clear communication. And we pray for us that we'd be willing subjects, that we'd be obedient to their government regulations, that we'd be careful and we pray that you'd place your angels around each one of our households to protect us and those whom we love in this fragile and dangerous time. We pray above all, perhaps, for a happy reunion. And we pray that it would be perhaps before we dare to expect it. We thank you for our time together. For Jesus' name's sake. Amen. Well, as I promised at the start, I'm going to uh, leave us not this week with a Simon Bell voluntary, but with this UK blessing. And if you've got a moment just to sit uh, quietly and listen, it is a prayer. It's a verse, actually, from the Old Testament. And it is indeed a blessing. I pray it is for you. Enjoy. Have a good half term. Bye now.